The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome to New York Talk. This is the Rotherham United podcast. And yes, we're a day earlier than normal. Um, blame the EFL. Blame the EFL for that and all. We thought we'd get in before the playoffs so we can talk about the League One playoffs and basically sit back, enjoy and laugh at the misery and agony that they all have to go through over the next couple of weeks. Okay. Very smug faces on guys. Um, to start with, we have just the three of us. We have myself and Danny is with us. Thank you for joining us today, Danny. Hello, everybody. And Michael is very happy today because he had his picture taken with his favourite Rotherham United player, didn't you? <laughs> I'm 57, man. I know, but you still did it, didn't you? You still enjoyed it, didn't you? Yeah, 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 I did, yeah. Uh, Danny, can you guess who his, who his favourite player is? Who Mick's favourite player is that he had his picture taken with? We'll have a bit of a guessing game. Here he is in the comments. Wants to mm. guess who Mick's favourite player was. He had one picture taken. Who did Mick have his picture just, taken with? Just the one picture, eh? Hmm. Just the one. It's going to be like a guess who, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> does he have a beard? He does not have a beard. He does not have I know, a beard. I know you were going with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does he have any hair at all? Not much. Not much. Interesting. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I was trying to be funny about it and play guess who with it, but I actually have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Robux says, we did see him with Dan. We were talking to Dan Barless. It wasn't Dan. Alfie Knott, it wasn't Woody. Deborah Allen, it wasn't Wilesy. Um, Mick, take, put everybody out of the misery. Who is your favourite Rotherham United player and who did you get? At the moment, Super Wesley Arden, that's all. Super Wesley Arden. Uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've told him um, one he's won our player at season award. He hasn't. Um, <laughs> and that is only because I didn't put him in the vote. So sorry, Wesley, yeah, yeah. if you're watching. Nice. Um, that's a good point to remind everybody, Mick. Thank you very much for reminding me. You're very me. welcome. Nice. Um, our 
end of the season awards show will be live on Sunday. But black tie event, if anyone wants to join at home, wear your best 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 outfits on the evening. Um, we will be doing there's nine awards which you can vote for now. If you go onto our Twitter page, it's the pinned tweet that is open until about five o'clock on Friday afternoon, at which point it will be deleted from there. So nobody will know the results. It's not, it, it will literally be me that knows results <laughs> until Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll put, we'll put them all like we did last year in a fancy gold envelope. We'll distribute them between me, Danny, and probably Mick, and probably Ben. And uh, we'll find out who won those awards. Uh, so if you haven't already, Please do vote because we like to have a big sample size for these ones, don't we? Yeah. I, 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 listen, talking to sample about sample sizes to a man of my age means something completely different. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, well, what, I, what I will say is about the live event: if you do watch along at home and you are in your Sunday best, literally, uh, make sure you tweet us and tag mm. us in the picture because we'd love to see people at home in the Sunday best with a, a little glass of bubbly watching us puff about over an award ceremony so that would be great to see exactly we would love that we would absolutely love that um, <laughs> well you know why not um, we all went down to the parade today well we, we now went to the end of the parade where we went down to the town hall we saw Russ Vernon uh, pleasure to see you down there. Um, we also, Alfie Knott says, I saw Matt and Mick today. I'm still Star Trek. <laughs> and you had a picture taken with somebody. Yes, we asked for your picture today, didn't they? That's our Star Trek. You, you're, 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 the, you're more popular than Ben. <laughs> it's some achievement, that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, Miss uh, Young Last Called Grace, I think her YouTube account is S64 Miller in the comments. Um, I was just still with my mum and Finn because I took them down to the town hall to watch the celebrations. And um, this little voice behind me went, "Excuse me, uh, can I have you, can I have a picture with you, please?" It was like, <laughs> "Really? Wow, look at you!" So it's, ne- it's never happened to me before, but yeah, um, I managed to get her a picture with Tiny as well because she watches his vlogs. And uh, yeah, it, it was um, all a bit surreal for me because that's never happened before. I think I need to watch what I say online now, don't I? <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, it was great to see all the players. We should say it was a decent event. Well, obviously, we only went to the end bit. Obviously, we didn't go to the stadium or the park. Get out soon. That went, went really well. Um, I took two little girls and the sign. Like we got signed shirts, and we were talking on way back. Mick, how amazing is it that these kids get to do this? When I was a kid, and when you were a kid, this weren't mm. really a thing. Where I know we, yeah. this was this was a special occasion. Kids nowadays get so close to these players, it's amazing. It is, and I don't know whether our club is any, is any different to others. I, I, I'd like to think they are. Uh, but the, the, the players on, on Saturday at the game and, and tonight as well have spent so much time, so much time, you know, with, with the fans and, and interacting with people. And it's just, it's, it's great to see. It's great to see. Love it. Mm. Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, Will Roebuck with possibly the greatest story of the night. A little girl gave Warnie 20p and said to put it towards Smudger's contract. <laughs> I mean, that's just beautiful, isn't it? Um, we'll come on to that later on. We're go- we, aren't gonna- we aren't ignoring the shirt thing for Smudge. We're gonna- from our fate onwards, Kev Johnson, who's one of the brains behind it, will be joining us. And we'll do all the uh, Smudge talk, because that could take half an hour in itself, couldn't it? To be honest with you. He's um, Mick, I'll give you a sort of free spot. Where would you like to start? Do you want to start with? Are you still buzzing from Saturday? Do you want to talk about the RUC's famous slash up divisive video, which is amazing? I'm oh, looking forward to that bit. 
We'll save to talk about one is post Matt, one is post promotion. Chat, where do you want to go? Um, Saturday, yeah. I'm, I'm still, people are still asking me about it at work. I'm, <laughs> my head, my nose, and my arms are still peeling. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I, I'm still watching that video. I still watch the video of that goal. Um, and and it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, but you know. We talked about it. We talked it to death, really, didn't we, on the last podcast? Just the feeling that that it gave you, it gave us all, uh, and and it's not really subsided. It's not subsided yeah. at all, uh, and, and it's great. It's 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 just I love it. I'm, I'm I am so proud to support this football club, mate. I can't tell you. Mm. Yeah, I always got around to watching your vlog on Monday night or Tuesday night, Danny, mm. and it's just brilliant. I think I was Tuesday night. I always got around to watching it. And it's just amazing. Just watch it from all these different angles. We talked about it on Sunday, but it's just amazing. Like Mick, I've watched it a thousand times. It's just amazing. Still. Yeah. I mean, anyone who watches the vlog, you'll know about the uh, the scenes at the pub after. Um, right at the right at the end of the vlog. And um that's only a little snippet of it. There's there was so much more that I couldn't include because I was just up there with them dancing. Now, how would it end up on tables? I don't know. Um but yeah, I'm exactly the same. I can't stop watching that Georgie Kelly goal. I think it's on about 206,000 views now, just on Twitter. <laughs> so I think Mick's bumped up again by at least 1,000. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I've got a little story about that. Go on. Um, you, you know, not like Georgie... watching Twitter, is it? No, no, it's not. Oh, don't right, worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know how Georgie Kelly retweeted it himself and just put the caption, mm. lol? Right, and I replied with the limbs as it happened. Well, yeah. I woke up yesterday and it says Georgie Kelly like your tweet. It's like, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> so yeah, Georgie Kelly now knows what a lunatic sounds like in New Yorkshire accent celebrating a goal. So there you go. <laughs> He's got yeah. this really lovely and, mm. and bubbly Irish accent, and then there's just yeah, me screaming like a lunatic from the north of England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's played ten minutes for Rotherham United, but he knows all about it already. He knows all yeah. about it. He has he has got a lovely <laughs> voice as well, Danny. I listened he did an interview with some Irish podcast earlier and he's got a lovely speaking voice. I don't know why. I don't know, it just sounds lovely. Yeah, <laughs> but if you know if you notice when um he's talking to the Irish media about it, the accent gets thicker and thicker as yeah. he's talking. <laughs> which is um it's some camps can be hard to understand, but like you say, he's got a lovely speaking voice and he uh, holds himself well, shall we say, in mm. interviews. For a player who's not really done the professional press in England, he's very good at it. Very, very good at it. Don't know what yeah, the media training's like, but he's very good at it. No, he, he, gets, he gets the student journalist seal of approval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ian Bradley, the video of the Millers fans pointing where cheered yeah. past <laughs> Kelly was something. It absolutely oh. was. Yeah, and Will Rule, I think this is from Paul Davis' Twitter feed today, the fact that Rathbone said that goal was the best moment in his life makes me feel happy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. For some of these, for these guys, it's, it's this may appear, it may be the peak of some of their careers. I don't think it will be for a lot of them, because I think a lot of these guys are destined for bigger and better things. But it could go on to be this season, could be the peak of their entire career. Woody already mentioned it tonight, didn't he, at, at, at Town Hall, yeah. that it's one yeah. of the best seasons, probably the best seasons he's ever had. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and from a performance point of view, I don't think it is Woody's best, best season. However, you know, personal performances, um, I think he I think he probably performed better last season in, in the Championship. But as a team, uh, he's absolutely right. You know, and he's, he obviously, as captain and leader, he's contributed massively to that. Um, so, 
Yeah, it, we can't say enough about it, can we? Really, we can't say enough about it. Um, it's it's just been immense. Yeah. Yeah, Ambrose Vernon says, uh, just to let everybody know, he was told to in the pub that he was watching the game and when Kelly came on, he said he would score. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, uh, oh, can't help Josh Smith, Kelly's the only place not to Vegas this weekend. He's finished his master's degree. Probably sums up why he's so well-spoken. I mean, can you imagine? If I'm not going to Vegas, no, I've got to finish my master's degree. Oh, but what a guy. I love that. Mm. Uh, That's commitment, yeah. that, mate. He definitely gets a student journalist seal of approval now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Ian Bradley is with us. There's not a word about the attendance league derby, okay? We will come on to the playoffs later on. Um, or the, well, I think we know the name. You know, I think we know it's not the playoffs, is it? We'll, we'll think of another comp- competition name. Yeah. It's as condescending <laughs> as possible. Yeah, we could probably off, so. This one? Yeah, probably off. Yeah. Off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, else. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the legendary RUFC and his video that was put out on for Monday. Do we think Monday? Anyway, it's not really relevant what day it comes out, is it? I suppose. Um, let's talk about the positive side of it first because there is a negative side to it, unfortunately. Um, the, the video itself, Danny, is brilliant. It's typical the RUFC, the music, brilliant. The fact that it involves some crazy tweets, brilliant. The Steve Evans fat cheeseburger signs in there. I, I, I don't know what more you want from a video on Twitter. You know what I mean? They had to come to me just to have eaten a biscuit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I watched it and it, um, it it did really sum up um, not just Paul Warren's season, but his tenure as a Rotherham manager. I always mm. had such massively high moments, but still gets dragged down by really sometimes out-of-order critical comments on Twitter. Um, for me, I love the video because it brought back that sense of nostalgia and showed how much of a good job Ward is actually done. Um, but then sort of brought it down again with, with the comments like and how quickly people can turn on managers. And he even said in his interview with uh, with Football Evan, he doesn't want to leave this club where 9,000 people are booing him because he, he had to experience that when Ronnie Moore was manager. Um, but I think especially after this season, that number of worn-out people must be getting smaller and smaller because the amount of things achieved with this club in such a space, short space of time um, has been exceptional. You know, he's not managed another club other than us and he's already got three promotions under his belt and um, unfortunately two relegations, but not like massively battered relegations, penultimate day and final day. Um and then he's getting progressively better every season in League One. He's gone from the playoffs to uh, second place COVID promotion, and now he's topped it again by uh, full season second place promotion and a cup win. And that's the first time it's happened in the club's history. And I think you just can't knock him this season. I think if anything, he deserves to go to Vegas as well. <laughs> does he? Absolutely does, um, Mick. Start with the positives before we get the Mick Brandt flag out. Give me a positive yeah, from that because it's, it's a beautiful video. And, and, and take away from any if anyone wants to take away any parts that they don't like, whatever. But it is a beautiful video in terms of like Danny just summed up the war, jobs Warren has done, and for the most part, how much most of our fans adore him. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it it, it, it kind of almost brings a tear to your eye. It, well, it did for me anyway. It was just, it was fantastic. Uh, uh, really, really, really fantastic. And I absolutely congratulate the person behind that account for, for what they've produced there. It's just, I, I, I'll i be honest with you, when I saw that there was some criticism of it, I was I gobsmacked. I had to watch it. Genuinely, I was, yeah. I, I just, I, I just, I couldn't, I, I, I couldn't get my head around it. It didn't make any sense to me at all, um, and and I, I've not reacted to it. And I wanted to react to it initially because I just, just it just seemed so unfair. But I thought, I, look, we've all, all of us, said and done things in the heat of the moment. You know, after a game, during a game, whatever. We're now in a we're now in a world where. We put stuff on social media in the heat of the moment, you know. But when we, whenever in the past you do, you've done something that, that that said something that was proved to be wrong and proved stupid or daft or or ill thought out, you know, the the big person sits back and eats a bit of humble pie, you know. You, you just go, yeah, all right, fair enough, got that wrong, you know. Um, you don't double down on it. Which is what appears to have happened. The bottom line is, with with the criticism side of it, you know, if you're going to dish it out to the club or anybody, you've got to be able to take it. Don't dish it out and not be able to take it because that that's just it's not acceptable. It's non acceptable behaviour, you know. So I mean, that little video there from the RUFC is a piece of humble pie. Eat it. And get over yourselves if you don't like it. You know, I, I don't. I don't see it as a dig and digging digging people out. No more so than the tweets that it shows digging people out. Mm. It, yeah. I, I don't know. Am I being a bit simplistic about no. it? I find it hugely hypocritical to criticise that when all that is is showing people's criticism. Mm. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Carl Briggs says, where can I view the video? If you go on Twitter, search the IFC, the IFC, you'll be able to see it. I think it must be top of his Twitter page at the minute. Sound on. Um, what? Sound on. You need to watch it with sound on. You do have to watch the sound on. Um, yeah, and I think it's, we're in a world where I think before you tweet or think before you put whatever you do on social media is, is quite important because it will come back to bite you on the backside. And that's all that's happened. That's all that is literally all that's happened is these yeah. things have come back to bite you on the backside. Um, that's life. If, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, you go through life, you're yeah. going to get your backside bitten so many times. And it's usually about something that you've said or done. <laughs> get yeah. over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd, I, each, each person entitled to the opinion, but I'm surprised that it's caused as much upset as it has. Um, Danny, are you in the same boat? Yeah, I thought it was a great video. I thought it was great, and I didn't really see anywhere to criticise it. It's like, <clears throat> like you've said, mate, mate, they've been brought into the open with the comments, made to look a little bit um, out of line. Out of line yeah. sounds a bit strong, but you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm getting and um, And then they've just not liked it when they've been called out on it. And it's like, well, if you do express your opinion on the internet, someone is going to call you out on it. 
you know, it's, it's the same sort of when you express a political opinion on Twitter, someone will come after you for it. Um, and I think now it's, it's the same with the football club. And like you say, heat of the moment, things do tend to come back and bite you on the backside. It's happened to me before with an expression. Um, and my Chef Wednesday fan, as it happened. And um, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> you, 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 whenever you make a comment on something like Twitter, especially about a football club, you need to be able to back, back yourself up. And if it gets proven wrong, just go, all right, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think it's the people who can't see, yeah, the fair enough side of it that have got a bit upset with it. But at the end of the day, we've been promoted, Warnie's third promotion, and um, he definitely deserves to have his feet up somewhere for the next two weeks, at least. At least, at least. What, he's, what he's achieved this season has been incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah, it has. Uh, Ian Bradley says he's the first to admit via his social media if and when you get things wrong. Mick's right, you can occasionally post things you regret later. You need to get over it a bit. Uh, Will Roebuck, I think a few people are embarrassed that their comments have been outed, which is certainly mm-hmm. part of it. But to be fair, Fire C is not... He's not tagged people in them. He's blanked out their names and blanked out things. So nobody knows who anybody is, in yeah, fairness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Paul Barnfield says, Mick, I reckon you and him are about the same age. Myself and Karimba the lows with the IFC. And a lot of fans who criticise Warren have not seen the bads like we have. No. We will not get a better manager ever who cares about the club. And I love the bloke. Yeah. Listen, mm-hmm. Paul's absolutely nailed it there. And I know it's it's difficult, isn't it? You know, you, you listen to people of my age and, and and sometimes older, and and you know, banging on about bad old days and, and, and this, that, and the other. And then if you've not experienced them and not gone through it, and all you've experienced is the last sort of 12, 14 years of relative success that we've had, you know, it. I guess you don't understand it. And I'm not. That's not a criticism. That's not a dig at anybody. You're not going to understand it because you've not had to live through it. And and mm-hmm. so therefore. Um, you know, you, you just, you just, you, you've not experienced it. Um, Paul's absolutely right. He is by far and away the best manager that this club's ever had. Not, not take it up, take away all, all the success, take away the relegations, take away what what the club has achieved during that time. But what he has, how he has contributed to building this football club on and off the field into what it is today. Is is just ridiculous. I, I was thinking on the way back. I talk. I, 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 looking back, two thousand seven. I think it was. Was it when we had the the Villas or seven and um, but yeah, about that. Something like that. Um, and and uh, I think that was when Paul Douglas first came to the club. Um, and, and and I met Paul when he first came and and talked to him about the huge task he had ahead of him. And I don't think either neither he nor anybody else felt that we were ever going to get out of it. And, and I don't think he probably felt he were going to keep, even keep a job for more than 12 months, you know? And and then we were a shambles. The club was a shambles and that's nothing to do with Millers or seven or anything like that. The people behind that, they did the best to try and keep it, keep it going. I know I'm, I'm digressing a little bit here, but my, the point I'm trying to make is that at that time, which is what, 15, 16 years ago, the club was a shambles. It was a mess. Um, and, and what's been achieved since then through Tony Stewart, but, but latterly through Paul Warren, is just an amazing, amazing achievement. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, what was the question? Was there a question? Or did I just interrupt? 
I don't know. These things happen with you, to be honest with you. I say yeah, you're, right, right, like, you're like winding up a, a, a toy and it just goes. <laughs> it's like, it's um, like um, Woody out a toy store, he pulls his string and he goes, there's a snake in my boot and just carries on talking yeah. about Rotherham. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about another negative before we come on to loads more positives. We have to mention Fred Lenadapo, um because nobody's seen him. Where is Freddie? Um, he wasn't at New York Stadium. He wasn't obviously at Gillingham. He wasn't at the Town Hall. Um, Liam McGarry says, "Will Ladapo go to Vegas? What do you think? He even sounds like he's part of the team." Well, yeah, somebody don't know the team are apparently going to Vegas as a celebration. Um, again, Danny, it's difficult because we don't know the ins and outs. But I would have thought if there was something, as in he wants to move back home, that type of thing, the club would have come out and defended him. The club mm. have just been silent, and for for organisations like football clubs to stay silent actually speaks words to me. I, I think it does anyway. What do you think? Yeah, it's um, it's one of them speculations. Um, start again. It's one of them things where, as, as fans, we can only speculate on it. Yeah. Um, because I imagine if we did know the internet, we wouldn't be allowed to talk about it anyway. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I think because the club's been so quiet, I think it's just a case of we're just letting him get on with it whatever he wants to do and just get on with it. Um, I think it might be a case that he does want the move away, but we want to get some return on our fee we paid for him sort of thing. So that's why we stayed quiet on it. Um, but I think it does leave Freddie with a sour, leave Freddie with a sour taste whenever we talk about him, because mm. he was still a part of the team that's done this. You know, he got 15 goals uh, this season, which is a very decent return for the number two striker. And, you know, it would have been nice for him to share it with us just a little bit, you know, and just support the team a little bit. But because he's not been in the side since the Burton game and we've not seen nothing of him since then, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit disrespectful to a point because... You know he's done he's done so much this season, but then doesn't want to share it with the fans. He's just sort of gone off and done his own thing. It's a bit, really, you know. And he's yeah. and he's good mates with a few of members in the sides. Um, and to be not be there today, it's a bit. Yeah, he's gone off and done his own thing. So it's a shame, but I think the clubs put, put their position out saying we're just going to leave him to it. And I think us as fans should just leave him to it and see what happens with it now. Whether or not we renew his contract and get a fee for him or what, but you know, it is what it is. It's one of them things where it's not going to dampen our promotion mood, is it? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Adele Evans says we're on the train back with Matic on the way from Gillingham, and let's just say the players aren't impressed with him. No, I would be really impressed if, if all's, all is true. Uh, Paul Brock says, didn't see Rathman today at Park Gate. Has he gone to Vegas already? No, but Rathman was there. <laughs> Rathman was there. Um, I'm not sure if he'd already been at beer or not, because he looked like he was very happy with himself. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, Dave Scrivens, let's not forget that Freddie will always be a Rotherham legend for the goals against Wednesday. Yes. I find that difficult to, to say those words at the minute, to be honest with you, but that's just my opinion anyway. Move on, that's Matt. Listen, you've got to move on. We don't know the background to this, do we? We don't know. There might be a there no. might be a reasonable explanation. There may not. Look, Freddie's not a part of the that he would appear not to be part of the squad at the moment, a part of the team, if you like. Let's move on. Let's just you know, if he just if he wants to be, fair play, no problem. If there's been an issue, if not, move on. Good luck to him. 
he's giving us some good times. Players move on. Yeah, I know. Just a bit bitter, isn't it? Um, <laughs> let it go, Mark. Come on, let go. I'll let it go. Not even it. My football club. I'm proud. I want to be proud of. I want to be proud of every every single player that pulls on that red and white shirt. And sometimes doing something makes it. I find it difficult to let that go because I am clearly just a twelve year old boy still inside. You know what I mean? I just, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, there we go. I think we just about covered anything with the first part. Um, what we will do are a quick word from the legendary Manscape that are with us supporting the podcast, as they always do. And on the other side of this break, we're going to bring Kev Johnson in and we're going to talk about the brilliant Michael Smith tribute that everybody's put forward to. See you in like, what, one minute and 16 seconds, it says. See you in a minute. Manscaped, who very kindly decided to sponsor us. Uh, they're promoting their new product, the Lawnmower 4.0, um, which is kind of well known for reducing cuts uh, and making it a lot easier to trim your balls. Uh, you can buy this separately or in a bundle called the performance package which also which in that you get a ball toner ball toner and ball deodorant uh, which are actually very handy um, because they're specifically designed for your balls so they they work very well uh, I would highly I highly recommend all of this uh, the lawnmower it comes with a little light uh, comes with a little light there that comes on when you when you turn the, the razor on so it's very good. It comes with a little charging port, oh, which is also a little holder. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I use it, and I, I highly recommend it. You right, guys? You highly recommend it, Ben. You highly recommend that somebody goes to manscaped.com and enters the code NYT for free shipping and 20% off. So that's manscaped.com for 20% off free shipping using the code NYT. And Ben highly recommends it. There we go. Ben highly recommends it. Uh, we have Kev Johnson joining us. Hello, Kev. How are you doing? Yeah, no bad, lads. How are you? Oh, yeah. Thanks uh, for having me on. <laughs> no worries. Pleasure. Um, so, let's talk about this the brilliant thing that's been done by George. The idea was behind George from, on Twitter. Um, yes, mate, yeah. Just talk me through yeah. it, Kev. Talk, talk about well, it. Well, it were all George's idea, to be fair. Um, he, messaged, he contacted me, that seems like, uh, two days ago now. Um with the idea, um, it didn't. It didn't want to do it himself. It didn't want to, uh, you know, fair play. It didn't want no publicity. Which I, I, I said, it's all your idea. I'll push it for you. Um, and yeah, we it started off as a bit of we thought we might get 150, 100, 200 pound, whatever. And it just spiraled. Um, everyone started sharing. Everyone's talking about it. Um, obviously, um, the guys at the the frame company did a great deal on the Shearer shirt, which has arrived today. I've got that. Um, and we thought, whatever else we get, we'll just, you know, throw over mm-hmm. to Robin Mosby's, which is John Brecken's charity mm-hmm. and, you know, local charity, brilliant charity they are. And, um, yeah, money's just become flowing in. I, I'm losing track for money, so I can't keep up. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. What are we up to? What we're sitting, what we're sitting now for our Wednesday evening now? What's, what, what's total as we stand? As of about 10 minutes ago, we've had 137 donations and we had just over £1,400. So, Taking yeah. off the money, taking off the money for the share, we've got a good thirteen hundred quid going to hospice, which is unbelievable. Wow, mm. amazing. amazing! That's great. Yeah, love Robin fans, me the brilliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, do, do you know what? Given given, obviously, we've just had a very expensive end of season. Yeah. The Gillingham trips, bank holiday weekends for for hundred plus fans to chuck in five, ten, fifty, whatever they can afford. It, it is it is unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. one is chucked in, hasn't it? As, yeah, as one is chucked fifty quid in. Yeah, yeah, should yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, even if I, our I follow commentary guy, Matty Good, and he chucked 50 quid in as well, which is nice for him. Brilliant. Wow. Amazing. So if anybody yeah. doesn't know, I'm sure, I'm sure every one of them knows this, but the reason for this is at the start of the season, Rishi Barker promised if Smithy got 25 goals this season, then he would give him his signed Alan Shearer shirt. He did it 25, but that was including the Papa John's, which didn't count. I don't know why they agreed that, but it didn't count. Um, so it's, yeah, <laughs> sadly missed out, but it's worth pointing out. Mick, Michael Smith, if he does leave, we'll talk about this in a minute. If he does leave, he'll leave. We've talked about in in the breadth of the greatest Rotherham strikers ever, and this is just if it has to be a parting gift, it has to be a parting gift. What a way it would be to go. <laughs> It just—it needs to be a bit of bribery for him to sign a new contract. We'll <laughs> view it that way rather than uh, rather than all else. We'll see what happens with Smithy. Won't we? He's been immense for us. He's been brilliant. I keep using that word. Don't I'm gonna have to find another word. Uh, but yeah, the massive—I can't use that one, can I? Um, mighty. You're looking for mighty. <laughs> mighty. Mighty. Yeah. Now he's been brilliant and fully deserving of it. And 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 obviously to 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 get the added bonus of the extra money. For uh, mm. for the rock hospice is just it's just incredible, mm. absolutely incredible. I agree with Kev one hundred percent. It is a fantastic charity, mm. um, a, a wonderful, wonderful place. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Kev, we've talked a lot about Saturday, but we can't. We can never talk too much about what happened on Saturday. Um, <laughs> it's not, not me, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, what a day! What a way to end the season it were. Just tell us how it was yeah. from your point of view, how amazing it were. Honestly, I mean, I've been following forty odd years following Rotherham. I've been on some amazing away trips now, but Saturday were just. It, 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 I know it's recent, so it's probably still in my memory. Yeah. But it, it, I do think it was the best one I've been on. But, you know, from start to finish, like we got picked up at quarter six in the morning. We were at Donny train station, supping cans on train. Train. The atmosphere on train was fantastic. In the ground, beautiful sunshine, and then it, everything else was written. It was almost like it was planned and staged for mm-hmm. Kelly to come on in eighty eighth minute, and that them scenes. It would just. I don't think I'll ever repeat it. I hope I do, obviously, but not sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Such a. I think. I think a big part of it is it's is it's being in a way, day, Danny. If I talked about it pre-game that. It almost had that Wembley vibe that you're going away. It's an all day. You, you're not going yeah. back at five o'clock or back in your house or whatever. It was mm. just all in. It took took up your entire and almost your entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still trying to find out when uh, our last promotion was in an away day. I think it was sometime in the eighties that it was no, last it in was away ground. Hartlepool in two thousand and two thousand. Ah. And that when Monkey scored, and the Monkey House scored that that day, didn't he? Or did he play it was Fortune Western, um, Guy Branston with a stomp. Branston, weren't it? Yeah, Branston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What am I talking about? Did, did, <laughs> were, 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 were Andy Munkhouse was playing for Hartlepool at that time then? Because he went no, to Hartlepool, didn't he? <laughs> you are terrible with your ears. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> terrible. <laughs> did Andy Munkhouse play for Rotherham at any stage? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll say no. That. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's my name again? Oh, Mick. That's it. Sorry, I'll try. <laughs> uh, he did go to Hartlepool, but. A while after, I think he scored against us in uh, what JPT. Mm. I think, I think I'm, I'm gonna shut up. I'm not sure that, that's, that's before that before my time. I don't even know what a football was in 2000. <laughs> um, Navid Andy Monkhouse, but yeah, with it being an away trip, like you say, it's just a completely different vibe. You know, we're all up early in the morning, we're all 
nervous but excited at the same time. And then you've got the long trip to build yourself up to it, both sort of in confidence from the beer and and both the nerves and the hysteria and everything that comes with it. Um, there's, that is something you don't get from a home game. With a home game, you'll outnumber the opposition and it'll be a great atmosphere because there's so many of you. But in a way, atmosphere with promotion on the line just doesn't compare, I don't think, especially on a stand like that, where if there was a roof on it, we'd have blown it off anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just added to it all, really. And I think Kelly's goal just really rounded it off perfectly, I think. And uh, I think I'll still be watching it when it comes round to next season starting as well. I look forward to the on these day clips in a few years' time when we have to relive it every oh, single yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Um, when I said I had Wembley vibes, it stopped when we got to the ground because Gillingham's nothing like the Wembley or the surrounding area. That's where, <laughs> that's where it stopped. Um, Kev, I meant to ask, have we got the shirt with you? Can we see the shirt? I, know this is I have, mate. Yeah, two seconds. I'll take my phone over. I've got the card as well. Um, so there's the shirt. Can you see that? Oh, yeah, wow. there we go. Oh, brilliant. And um, there's the card. It's quite big. I had to go give oh, it a big because obviously. And uh, everybody's names so far written on it. Wow. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> I think I think all of the fans when I say thank you for putting the work in. Uh, and it's a lot of work. Keeping track of all that money, writing his names on, ordering it. So thank you. Yeah, well, I've not written a check yet. It's still in my PayPal account, so I don't, don't count <laughs> it. <laughs> no, honestly, I've, I've done... with their players. <laughs> yeah, I'm off. Yeah, uh, no, I've, I've done. I've helped. I've helped um, John Breck out for with some of his shirts, mm. auctions for the charity and all that. And it, I know, I know how much it means to, to uh, the, the amount of people who've donated. Then sent me a little message after saying why they've donated and what the hospice mm. means to them. And it does to a lot. And obviously, it's a, it's local. It's Rotherham. It's it's the community charity. So it means a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we will continue to support next season as well. So let's move on to some contract talks. Well, our mm. contract. We haven't started the contract talks yet. So, what are we in the contract for this? <laughs> for no one ever yes. yet. Okay, I've, got my, I've, got, I've got my contract here, Matt, when you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to pay you in Manscaped um, equipment. Um, so the big one, let's start with the big one. Let's start with the big one that's up in the air. Michael Smith's out of contract. Uh, it was a risk at the start of the season, Danny. The risk was, do you keep Michael Smith till the end of his contract and hope that he gets us promoted, or do you sell him in last summer and make a bit of money from him? Took the risk, and it's paid off. Paid off in droves. Mm. It couldn't have paid off any oh. better. Now comes the question of, is Michael Smith going to stay out of the United player? And all we can do at this point is, what's your gut feeling in terms of what's happened with Michael Smith? That's all I can ask, really. Um, my gut feeling says that he signs on again <clears throat> because he's had he's had the meeting with Tony, um, the the special package, as he says, to keep him on, <laughs> and um, I think it's more hope that he stays on rather than being confident that he stays on because I think now that he's had this stellar season in League One, he may want to try and apply himself in the Championship, but like with more or less the same group of players. Because he knows he can do it with them, um, but yeah, it, it it is one of them where we'll have to wait and see. But in hindsight, the club did make the right decision not to cash in with oh. one year left on his deal. They made the right decision to keep him firm for his final year here, and yeah, it's just been completely blown out of proportion this season. I mean, he's had thirty-two goal contributions uh, in all competitions this season. Thirty-two. Um, oh. So, tw- so 20, 25 goals, seven assists. That's incredible. 
Yeah. And um, it's his best ever season as a football player, never mind a Rotherham United player. Mm. So, so it's up to him oh. now. It really oh. is. It's up to him. Yeah, it is. Uh, we've got some contrasting comments here. John Morrell, the Rum fan, who joins us. Thank you for joining us, John. Says, sorry, lads, no chance he stays. Too much of a payday elsewhere. But, Geraldine Simpson points out that she thinks after his Papa John's interview where he said he was settled off the pitch, it helps his performance on the pitch. That speaks volumes. I think he's matured and realised it's more just, more than just about the money. And I think oh, that comes into play as ages, Mick, that, that he's at a good age of his career. He's got his head screwed on. He's, he's moved about a bit in his career before. And is loved by the Rotherham fans, is loved by Paul Warren. And the club have already sort of pointed out that they're willing to move as much of the heaven and earth as they possibly can to get him to stay. And that's what's sort of pushing me in the direction that we might be able to pull off a bit of a miracle and keep him. I, 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 my, my sort of view on this is I don't know whether it's, I don't, I don't know whether it's controversial or not. Um, I, I think one of the reasons Michael Smith has had such a good season this season is because he's at Rotherham United. And I don't mean Rotherham United, the club. I mean Rotherham United, the management team, the yeah. coaches, the team, the, the squad and everything else. Um, if Should he move somewhere else for, for bigger wages? I will wish him well. I really will, because you cannot blame the man. He's 30 years old, so it, with the greatest respect to everybody, you know, he's, he's, he's now starting on the downhill tra- trajectory of his career, particularly as a striker. So if he's going to get a chance of 10, 20 whatever it is, grand a week, you could never, ever begrudge him that. However, I question whether or not he would be able to put all, put in those performances as well, he, whether he's whether he put those performances in anywhere else for another manager. I don't know. That's my view. That is controversial and interesting. Um, Kev, what are your thoughts? Obviously, we know how important he is to us, but how important do you think we are to him in terms of playing style? Yeah, I think like that guy just said. I think very, and it, it does. It does love the club. It does love it playing, and it has the, the team do compliment him. And like like Mick points out, it's not just the team on the pitch; it's the, the back team as well. Um, personally, I've got a sneaky feeling he's going. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. I, Paul Smith put a comment out when he tweeted about the um, in, in the advertiser about this this shirt, and he said one of his mm-hmm. comments were, "I've loved my time at the club." Now you can read that into one. Yeah. It could it could have just meant. I've loved it here, but it could it could be his going. But I don't know. I mean, money wise, like you say, he's thirty year old. This probably is his last payday, and he's probably back mm-hmm. thinking, you know, rather might might break the wage cap this for this once, and maybe give him seven eight grand a week. Who knows? And a three year deal that's a million pound over three years. So he yeah. might think I'm gonna stay in Germany. Because if he if he does leave um, and goes to, a, I mean, who would he go to for one? But if he does go, he might he might only play in two thirds of the games what he's played for us. And then if he has a poor season that gets five or six goals, he's suddenly back out on loan and, you know, yeah. is it that point? I don't know. 50-50. I hope, God, I hope, like every Miller, I hope he stays. But personally, and I wouldn't blame him if he did because if, if he, especially if he went somewhere like Middlesbrough, he was probably going to give him 12, 13, mm. maybe 14 grand a week. That's it. And he's set for life. But um, hopefully Tony Stewart backs Warney. Not that he's not backed him forward, backs him properly. Yeah. And like, you know, does it does it gives him a real shot at it and gives him where he wants. Mm. If it means paying him ten grand a week, I know we did it with Blackstock, which was the biggest mistake was life, but <laughs> this is different. This is someone who loves yeah, the club and loves playing and he's a big part of it. So if we did it for Blackstock four years ago, five years ago, do it now for me. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a good point when you brought Blackstock. This is that was that was obviously a huge gamble that blew up in everybody's face. This is not a gamble, mm. is it? This is no it's not a gamble at all. Even from a fitness point of view. 
I know that's touching all the wood I can find. Wood Smith never injured. I think he's missed yeah. one squad in four years, which is incredible. Yeah. So you're not even taking a risk from that point of view either. Um we say he's never injured, he just plays to injury anyway. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. he is injured. He just, it just doesn't matter when it comes to Michael Smith if he's injured. Or not. Um, you remember earlier on when I said you said something about doing doing things in the heat of the moment that you subsequently regret? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, a couple other ones. Let's talk about the, we've briefly talked about Freddie, but. I'm going to move on. I'm not going to talk about Freddie. Sorry. We'll talk about him <laughs> um, a lot of players that contract do have options. Smith doesn't. Icky doesn't. Um, we'll talk about contract again in a minute. Everybody else has options on their contracts. That's Victor, Jamie Lindsay, Mikel Miller. Go on. Chio. Chio. Have I missed anybody else off? Oh, obviously, Freddie, as I've already mentioned. Um, oh. Danny, can you see any reason not to invoke that, unless they agree new contracts? Can you see any reason we're not going to just automatically extend everybody's contracts? Um, I think the smart thing to do is to automatically extend everybody's just for our own security and guaranteeing a wage, um, a fee coming in for them if they do go, especially with Chio, because I reckon there will be a few noses sniffing out Chio this next season because, you know, being an international and having another stellar season in League One with us, someone will have taken notice of that and will want to pay a pretty penny for him. But Chio has also come out and said that if he does get signed on for the, for the other year, he will commit to that year, hmm. which is quite interesting to to see. But they've said that contract talks are starting this week. They're starting with Smith this week. Um, and then probably getting on to everybody else, probably after they've come back from Vegas and the Reds have cleared a little bit. Um, but yeah, everyone who's got an option, I can see them taking out that option, especially with Freddie, so we get a fee for him and with the other ones for security as well. But... Everyone that you've mentioned there, I can honestly see him re-signing. I can see Chio wanting to have a good go at League One and avoid injury. I can see Victor wanting to have a good go at the, at the Championship and um, and avoid injury, which he's done for the vast majority of this season, mm-hmm. apart from the well, one yeah, that the chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I, I can see it with everybody, to be fair. I think everybody wants a really good crack at the Championship. Whether it's the last season we roll through all the extend beyond that, we'll wait and see. But I think everyone's up for championship now and they want this club to stay up next season. Mm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, we talked about Mikel Miller the week, Mick. He, he's about his injuries. Geraldine Simpson says he wants to sign. I think probably what he said today. He's the only one that you sort of think maybe because if there is an issue, if there is an issue, and this is a big if because I think Mikel Miller's a superb player for any team, even at championship, I think he'd be brilliant. But he's had his fitness issues, not fitness issues, injury issues. And that's the only one where you sort of think if the club can't guarantee us and we're bitter, uh, less injury prone, then that might be one they decide not to. Only one for me. That's only one I can think they might not. Yeah, possibly. You don't, you don't know what the, the, the cause of these injuries are, is, do we? You know, is it no, that he's just injury prone or who knows what? Has he just been unlucky? You know, and we, we spoke to um, we spoke to Sean, uh, Shane Ferguson earlier on tonight at that um, uh, that do at Town Hall and asking him about his foot and he's no idea how he did it, has he? You know, so, it, you know, it can happen just as, as easy as that and it might be that that's what's happened to Mikel Miller a couple of times, just just been unlucky. Mm. Uh, he's a hell of a player. You know, mm. if you could keep him fit for a season, jeez, can you imagine what devastation he would cause with him and Chiel out wide? It just, you know, it will cause all sorts of problems for teams. So, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. That's that's mm-hmm. one for the, uh, medical staff, isn't it, to uh, have an input on. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Um, and the other one really to talk about, Kevin, is Jamie Lindsay. And the only reason it's worth talking about is because he hasn't really played. So from a player point of view, he's going to want to play. Mm. He isn't playing, so that's so it, it comes a potentially complicated conversation. Yeah, it's a tough one because I mean, if if I were Jamie Lindsay, I'd, I'd definitely be thinking because obviously, if got to come see him get a game in League One, and I can't see his midfield of Rathbone and, and Balassa changing, or any, and obviously you've got the wide wingers, so I can't. Where he's going to be thinking, where do I fit in? And you know, mm. you parts offer after him back end of last season, or I think January transfer window. Um, so they, I think they'll still want him. Um, I'd love to see him stay and I think he's a great squad player. I, personally, I think he'd walk into majority League One teams and probably some championship teams. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, th- I think he'll stay. I think he'd, I think he'd be daft not to, but you might see him going out on loan early in the season, mm. maybe you know, first, first transfer window if he's not getting game time, which you can't blame him. No, absolutely. Mm. We all love Jamie Lindsay. Uh, yeah. But he it it needs to be playing games because he's that good. Yeah. Um, With regards to the contracts that we're on about Vegas, I'd, I'd be taking them to Vegas and make him sign them. Exactly. I'm hoping today when they were doing all the signatures on people's shirts, somebody just snuck Michael Smith's contract in there. Yeah. Contract. Um, on Icky, Paul Brock says, when I bought Icky a pint on Saturday night, I did say to him, you can have it if, if you sign the contract with us. He nodded, but probably just wanted the beer. Wouldn't love it if he stayed. Uh, he's another one that's key to that defence, Danny. That, that's, that back three in the Championship last time, when it went to a back three, was superb. And Icky and Woody were so important to that back three. Very mind they played a million games in such a short space of time as well. Uh, we all see him. Mick's talked about being a future Richard Wood anyway. He would, again, be an amazing summer business just to keep him. Yeah, I think I think he would be, definitely. I mean, he's shown uh, throughout this season as well that when Woody steps out, he can step up to the captaincy, but also line up alongside Woody. And uh, they have built that relationship in defence together. And um, we have always been better defensively when we've had Reg, Wood and Icky in that back three with uh, Harding pushed out wider. Um, could see that in the Championship next season, potentially. But again, we've also got Warney talking about potentially making seven, eight or nine new signings in the summer I think nine might be pushing it. That might be worst case scenario if we lose a few players. But I think um, a few additions here and there, maybe in defence as well, just to keep pushing everybody else will certainly help. But I reckon Icky might sign a new deal as well, mm. even if he did get a free beer before signing the contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Alex Ostick says, I really think Smith is going to go. I went to the party today, asked him, if he was saying, and he said, can you shut up and stop asking me that? I can't imagine how many times he'd even asked that over the past few months. Bless him. Um, Mick, Icky to stay? Oh, 100%, mate. 100%. He's a proper captain. He's a proper leader, that man. Um, he's grown and grown since he's been at this club, and hopefully we're, we're able to keep him. Tony Stewart said tonight, look, we're, we're women business this time. We will be investing. Those were his words. You know, so... Hopefully it's true to that, um, and that's that doesn't necessarily mean big signings, does it? It doesn't necessarily mean big signings. It could mean increasing that wage wage cap to uh, to accommodate the players that we've already got. So, um, and then just a couple of additions in there. I don't. I genuinely, and I know I might get slated for this, and I, I don't. I don't care anyway. Uh, this squad is not far off a championship squad. We're only a couple. Of, I don't even know whether we're a couple of players away from it. 
maybe maybe Woody. I've said it for three. How long have we? How many seasons have we been doing this podcast now? Three. I think this is his last season. I've said it everyone. So and he's just got better every season after that. So, um, but but to be fair, you know, he probably he's getting there. There's not a lot. Do we really need to change it? Do we just need a bit more strength? Mm-hmm. I think it's just a sprinkling here and there, isn't it? Really. really? Yeah. You've got to bear in mind the way that we've played this season doesn't suit playing against League One sides. It's not, yeah. uh, it's not, yeah. and, and that's certainly second half of this season's proved it, you know, yeah. because because teams have just come and shut, shut, shut up shop basically. And we've not had a, we've not been able to deal with that. Championship clubs don't do that. That's not what they're going to do. It's certainly not what they're going to do against little old Rotherham, you know. Well, I don't think it's any coincidence that, like, like you said, Mick, that. When we played the better teams, your Sunderlands and all that, we've we've played a lot better, mm. and yeah, that's because yeah. mm. they are, you know, they they've already got probably championship squads, and when we're playing them times of teams, we do play better. So I, I agree. I think we'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Ish. I agree. Unless we can come <laughs> up, obviously that one's <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about players in five minutes. Um, <laughs> John S says when we went down last time, he said we'd lost five million quid. Surely we should gamble, um, gamble, gamble some of that. That's the difference this time for me, Kev. This last time we got promoted, we were in the middle of COVID, and mm. the money we could have spent on players had to go and just surviving as a football club. So we are yeah. in a different situation, a much better financial mm. position than we were two years ago. Much better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like I said, um, COVID came and stripped all the attendance for you know, yeah. no money coming in. <laughs> like yeah. the, the revenue, I follow passes. Everyone streams off dodgy box anyway. It's so no one paying yeah. that. So it's like they've got to get some. So you're right; they've had to cut some, save some money, and now we have literally got. I think is it six million pound for six million worth, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Like I said, time, time to uh, time for. I love Tony Stewart. I'd never ever say a bad word about him, but he has got to back him. Got to back him, and like I say, don't don't necessarily mean big name sign. I'd like to see him sign a couple of half million pound players, maybe more. Um, but secure what we've got. Make make him make him want to stay. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, Danny, you're that transfer man. Uh, I understand you've got a transfer wall. Have you got a transfer wall or with that, with that joke? Or um, yeah, I'm um, just building <laughs> Well, a bit bigger than post It's more or less like this size of paper. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I'm just putting up, and it's just like details of rumours and like but, um, uh, appearance stats and in, and if they're internationals or not. Um, I have got one on there at the minute, but I'm not sure if I can say who it is um, due to right. discretion and and keeping people with a smile on the face and such. But there is one up there already. And, uh, and then there's the obvious ones like, you know, like will Greg potentially come in back and, mm. and, that, and that sort of thing as well. Um, but yeah, that will hopefully get filled with a fair few names come mm. July. Yeah, well, can you give us a position, Danny? I know you can't give us a name. I'm not going to push for a name. But can you give us a position? Um, a strong rumor. Centre forward, Cole Stockton. <laughs> no, no, no comment. No, co- no comment. But that might be the next name going up. <laughs> I think. I think. I think that all depends on Smith, really. Um, yeah, that, that, that's why they're doing Smith's talks first. Because if he does go, then I think they will try and try and get Stockton because he's, he's an ideal replacement. Yeah, he is. He is 100% And I don't think he's going to cost four million quid like people think he's going to cost. He's going to cost money, obviously, but I don't think it's going to be stupid, stupid money because no, more aren't in a position to demand that kind of money realistically. I think he's only got another year left in his contract, so mm. um, that's the uh, that's something to keep an eye on. 
Uh, right. Do you want to have a quick chat about the playoffs? And I mean, what, what's that? Is that something that's happening? Who's was in it. <laughs> <laughs> we get some fans, apparently. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we've done this a day earlier than normal, so we can watch the playoffs tomorrow and then talk about them future going forward. Uh, the first one on Thursday would have been us had we not made promotion, but instead we get to watch MK. Oh, it's not us, is it? It's not us. <laughs> no. Just so sit back and chill out. Yeah. Um, but it should be a good game, Mick. MK Dons, uh, Wickham, um, <clears throat> two decent enough teams, but both very good in different, <laughs> very different ways. What's up now? Why would it be a good game? Why would it be a good game when Wickham are playing? Because we don't, we're not involved in it. We don't have to worry about yeah, them. We're still going to watch it. Oh man! So you're, not, you're not looking forward to it. No, I'm not. No, I mean I should watch it, obviously. And 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 much as it, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want out of this. If I want anything, bear in mind we've got to play one of these teams next season. Mm. We don't want to be playing Wednesdays, mm. obviously, just because we don't want them to go up. Mm. We don't want to be playing Sunderland particularly because they'll go into even more debt next season when they go up and spend loads yeah. and loads of money. Mm-hmm. And probably go back down again, but either way, they'll spend loads of money and get into more debt. Do we really want McDonald's to go up? Really? Do we? You know, well, because... go up, are they going to? They're going to be down there, aren't they? MK Dons are not going to be mid table. Yeah, they're they're going to be a yeah. team to be in the fight. If that makes sense. But Wimbledon, I just, I, you know, do we really want them to go up? Do they deserve to go up? And that only leaves you with Wickham. And if if Wickham go up, we've got we've got. A good ten minutes of football to play against them next season over two games. Well, at least we're not finished bottom. That's so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair comment. Yeah, yeah good I'm point. Have you, have, have you seen the ticketing fiasco that MK Dons have done for mm. Wickham? Yeah, the split them up on that. Shocker. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah. barely got. What is it? Thirty-eight thousand seat stadium. Wickham have given, I think, two thousand two thousand tickets, mm. and they've split them yeah. in different corners of the ground. Crazy, absolute uh, shocker, absolute shocker. MK Dons. That, that, that's uh, why I want yeah. Wickham to win that that tie purely <laughs> for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kevin, you're looking forward to that game. All of you, very much in mixed camp. No Wickham, please. T- oh, no chance, man. I'm going after an Italian tomorrow night. I ain't watching that. No way. <laughs> no way. Not a chance. I, I want um, I want Wickham to win purely like like Mick says. I, I don't like I don't like franchise for, for what they did. Um, I think they're probably one of the best footballing teams in mm. in league. Apart from they play a lot of side sideways stuff and back, but they do keep ball well. The pass that Scott Twine's unbelievable. If we God, I mean we, we could never afford him, but he, he'll go on to bigger and a lot bigger better things. Um, Wickham, yeah, they remind me of us in a way, but not obviously not not as good. But the, the fan base and the, the it's like us, and you know they're going to go up and struggle. So it, I suppose yeah, if I'm going to pick anybody, it's it's them for me tomorrow. Mm. Danny, let's come on to the biggest game League One playoffs have ever seen on Friday night. <laughs> well, <laughs> about that. There's going to be 110,000 fans in at Stadion. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunderland Wednesday. Uh, <clears throat> it's two inconsistent teams. If we're talking about football for a minute. It's two inconsistent teams. It's, it, but it is that, that one's more for me a toss of the coin. I can't, can't pick one of those two, really. I can't. Yeah, I mean, you look at that and your immediate thought is that White Horse final back in the 20s at Wembley, isn't it? With the amount of fans that were there spilling onto the pitch and everything like that. Um, but I've just seen the official number and Sunderland have sold 40,000 for that game. Which, all right, yeah, for League One, it is very good. However, 
the attendance police has been running rife on oh. Twitter looking <clears> at that sort of thing. And <clears throat> all I can say is is that the two teams that went up automatically have averaged 9,000 at home this season. Uh-huh. So, well done, lads. Attendance is don't win your football <laughs> matches. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they can break the attendance record in the semi-finals of the playoffs, but teams that have gone up don't really care, no. you know. And I'm sure MK Dons and Wickham don't care who they're playing uh, in the final, like, attendance-wise, because... Today at Wembley, um, but yeah, like you say, it's, it's too close to call that one. They've both been exceptional at home this season, um, but they've just been very inconsistent with actually winning games. Um, yeah, it, it, it'll be an interesting time. That it, that is for sure. Um, and I'm going to get some flack for saying this, but the only only reason, and there's about 15 ones that why I don't want this to happen, but the one reason I want Wednesday to go up is because the championship will be 29% Yorkshire next season. Yeah, It'll be effectively the old Yorkshire League. That is the only agree. reason I want Wednesday to go up. Other than that, mm. you know, staying League One. But mm. we want to build a Yorkshire team, a Yorkshire mm. League, and the Yorkshire Mini League in the championship, which would be really nice. Yeah, I think I one, of, one yeah, of the yeah, other things... We all disagree with that. <laughs> I, I will, yeah. I, want none, I don't want a single Yorkshire team in there. Get them all out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, the other the other thing they were able to compare notes about at, uh, at that game on Friday night is how, how much uh, money they spend on wages above how much money they earn because they're both Definitely. both currently paying over two hundred percent of their income on wages. Yeah. That yeah. seems to be working well, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think I think um, it might that come that might come back to biting. So, am I right in thinking FFP comes back into playing Championship as well? So. I think, yeah, it does, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, Wednesday's there. They've lost 40, oh, 41 million over two seasons. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, bonkers, isn't it? that's unbelievable. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Point deduction. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've said this last week. What I want to happen is I went to Wednesday Wickham final. I want 50,000 Wednesday fans, 3,000 Wickham fans. And Wickham just to play it, just to dirty all over them and sneak them all away. It'd be glorious, wouldn't it? I <laughs> can Ben go on with his bicep in last minute or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> we, we said George and Kelly were written in the stars. Maybe that's written in the stars as well. Um, <laughs> there we go, I think. Uh, is there anybody else in the topics I have closed up? Any other quick topics before, I, before we wrap up? I thought, you had a, I thought you had a running order, Matt. Yeah, I've done it all. Ticked it all off, mate. <laughs> no, um, I have seen everyone wants to when they are the awards show. Our, a live awards show will be on Sunday evening. If you haven't voted already, go onto Twitter. Our pinned tweet on our Twitter page is our list of awards which you can vote on. Black tie event, Danny, get your black tie shirt ready for Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Um, <laughs> well, I still have to find that shirt that fits me, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we will back on Sunday, and then future episodes. We could try and get some former players on. I forgot to message them this week, so I will do that, and we stop recording. And throughout the summer, we'll keep coming, get some nice and former players on work and get some Miller's history down everybody's throats until pre-season starts. And we'll still keep coming with these episodes. We've got signings, contract, blah, blah, blah to talk about. Um, so thank you, everybody, who has listened tonight. We hope you will join us next time on Sunday. Kev, before we finish up, let everybody know where if they want to still donate, what, how, how and where can they do that for this? Yeah. Week? Brilliant. Yeah, well, first of all, I, know, I did say earlier we were going to give the shirt to Smithy tomorrow, but the lads are flying to Vegas Thursday instead of Friday, so it's not going to happen, um, which is probably better because it gives us more time. So um, 
if you want to send a bank transfer, if you don't know, if you don't use PayPal, send me a message on Twitter and I can give bank details. I obviously won't put them online straight away, but I'll do it in <laughs> private message. Um, PayPal's the easiest one, but go to me on um, Twitter at kevjohnson77. Um, all the details are on there. Like I said, we're gonna, everyone who donates will put your name in the card. And uh, I, know, I know the shirt's bought, but please, you know, if you've not, everyone who has donated, thank you. It's, it's amazing. If you haven't, please just chuck a few quid in and it's all going to Robin Hospice. And uh, we'll probably end it Monday or Tuesday next week, close it off and uh, hopefully get above 1,500 quid and happy days. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It would be absolutely mm. amazing. Um, I should have mentioned, we we all apparently got to become Sunderland fans for the playoff. Michael Smith's mother-in-law, Chris on Twitter, has insisted oh, yeah. that we become Sunderland ah, fans for the playoffs. I can do that. I can do that. Um, <laughs> what about yeah, making him sign a new contract? Will that help? Every little helps, you know what I mean? <laughs> Keep his family on side, you never yeah. know. Brill, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Kev. It's been a pleasure to speak to you tonight. Cheers uh, for having me on, guys. Thank you, Rick, Danny. It's always a pleasure to speak to you, boys. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Mick, press the button. Oh, I'll do that then. See you later. <laughs> The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.